It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. Please check out our website, divasacare.com, and see all the amazing hosts and the incredible women they are interviewing around the world. I am just overly excited today to have a brand new diva with me, Steph Scoopin. And she is going to speak about the spiritual dimension of animal communication. Oh, man. Am I ever excited now? Steph, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself today? Hi, Joyce. Thanks for having me. Um, I am, like, totally so excited about this. Um, okay, so my name is Steph um, Skupin, and um, originally I, I'm born in Germany, but I've lived, like, lots of other places. So kind of, you know, home is, you know, um, <laughs> home is where I am at the time or like really within myself. Um, and I've, I really, I would like to feel like a global citizen. I feel like somebody, you know, who belongs to the world rather than to one country. Um, I don't know. What else would you like to know? Shall I go all the way about, oh, this is what I do? And like, or do you want to continue asking questions, Joyce? How are we going to do we can just kind of take it from here. I love how you said you like to be present just from within and you feel like you're a global person. That is just beautiful. So your home is kind of all over the universe is what I am hearing. And I love that. That is very beautiful. <laughs> I love that too. It's like when I, even when you repeat it back to me, I'm just having this like expansion inside myself where I'm just like, it feels like I'm, you know, expanding out into the night sky with all the stars. It's just, it just feels, feels so nice. Oh, oh, that is, that is beautiful. And you are so welcome for having you on my show. And it makes two of us that are just overly excited. I mean, just <laughs> in your introduction alone, I'm going, oh, my goodness, I just love this. I can just feel it. It's just going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Well, okay, bring in the pressure. Here we go. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit. We're, the topic of the show today being the spiritual dimension of animal communication. Can okay. you fill our listeners in a little bit more on what the spiritual spiritual dimension means in animal communication? Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's like totally one of my favorite topics. Um, so animal communication for me, for me. So when when I grew up, um, you know, I I like being around animals, of course. But there is there is I've never been taught um, to listen to them. So you know, like the the mainstream knowledge is they don't talk. They don't have the same intellect as us. They're, they're governed by um, instincts. Um, and so that's that's totally how I grew up. And so and then obviously also they're dependent on us. So we don't ask them 
um, you know, like there is a feeling that when someone is dependent on you, it's like some they're some somehow like a little bit less than you. And um, so that's that's how I grew up with animals. And then I studied veterinary medicine, became a veterinarian, worked with animals. And then um, when I was living in South Africa, working in South Africa, I was introduced by Anna Breiten, um, Breitenbach into animal communication, and she worked. Um, she helped me deal with um, some behavior cases in my practice. So I saw how it worked and how efficient it was. And so I started to be interested in it and and took my first courses and then took a long course. And it's the, um, and out of a sudden, and so the spiritual connection with it, it's like Penelope Smith, who's like a big, um, you know, pioneer of it, especially in the States and all over the world. She says that if you want to connect with animals on that level, you have to see them as spiritual beings in their own right that are, and this making even just saying it again is making me cheer up. You know, it's like you have to see them as 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 um, equal to us, as spiritual beings that are equal to us, and then you can you can begin to communicate with you know. And so so for me, that's like it's just opened up my whole experience of the world. You know, like because if if there is that spiritual essence in animals, that's the same as in me. And it's the same in trees. It's the same in, in the world. And so it's easier to practice seeing it in in the natural world than it is to practice seeing it in people because, you know, people push our buttons quite hard. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so, so that's, that's for me, is like part of that. Um, you, you really got to, you know, you look at animals in a, in a different way and that allows you to see your own spiritual essence like differently as well. Oh, wow. It, it's almost like the animals are a mirror to us. You yes. said you see our own spiritual. We can go within yes. ourselves by seeing the animals as an equal. And I, I'll, I, I can relate so well because I have the horses and my dogs. And I mean, they... They're almost, I feel they're so majestic to me, all of them are, because they just offer so much, and they have taught me so much. But you have to, I kind of feel, like you said, you have to treat them as equals, that they're not below you. I feel they're right beside me in this universe. We're all we're all in the same, we're all under the same sky. We all breathe the same air. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just want to, I just want to, um, you know, pick up something that you said because so it's like mm-hmm. treating them the same as ourselves, but also not, you know, not below us, but also not above us because that is actually the same thing. Like, so it's not, you know, in a, in a weird way, it's actually the same. If we're saying, oh, this person is so much better than us, as saying this person is like so much worse than us, it's it's kind of making them not, not one with us. It's making them separate. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so just to oh. notice that, because a lot of people fall into that, you know, like, oh, no, I can't deal with how animals are treated. They're actually so much the better beings than us. And I mm-hmm. think that's a, that's a trap also that we fall into. Right, right. We treat them as equals. Oh. Mm-hmm. They, they have so much to give. It's just it's just incredible. They're Their energy that comes from them, you can just feel it. It's it is it is just beautiful. 
that's how I describe it. <laughs> it is. No, it totally is. And also, it, it helps you, you know, like when you do the animal communication, it's really te- training you to be present. And I'm sure you have the same, like with your, you know, with your animals. It's much easier to to just be really present in the moment when you're with them. Like, you know, when you, like I have that experience, I, especially I had that working with horses. You really need to be with your horse to to work effortlessly, to ride well, right? You, like, really mm-hmm. need to be in the mm-hmm. moment. Right. Oh. Oh, I totally agree. And I mean, even even just riding, just being with them, I have felt so many times they are like my phone dings or something. It's like, you know, you're with us right now. Let let everything else go and just be in the moment and love the moment that you're in and the rest will wait. And I, that is something I have learned to start to do. And it, it makes such a difference. You feel so much, I feel so much more energized when I do it that way rather than trying to do what so many of us humans think we have to do is multitask all the time. <laughs> right, right, like multitask all the time and, and like, feel good about it. It's such a currency mm-hmm. that's, like, you know, I've worked, like, nine hours today. It's, like, of course you're going to say, hey, so, oh, my goodness, that's amazing. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and it's yeah, it's just interesting to see that. Yeah, I my cat told me yesterday that um um they needed to be three of them in our house, like two cats and one dog, um, to make sure that I was taking enough moments out to be present. <laughs> oh, that's cute! I love that. Well, uh-huh. what what makes this cause with the animals and communication so near and dear to you, Steph? Ah, what makes it so near and dear to me? Um, I think what's what's really why why it's um it's because I I'm looking for what's really what's really so important to me is is the freedom um of understanding myself and being connected um to to my essence, like to a spiritual essence. And and um so i think i think they're teaching us in so many ways to or or they they're helping us on the path in so many ways and you know like um gandhi said that the the way society treats animals is an indicator of like society's spiritual evolution you know seeing mm-hmm. seeing that like how they talk to us and my one of my like my first um um, like real spiritual teacher, um, he's a uh, he's called Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. He's a human rights um, activist. sits in the UN and he's like, yeah, super involved all over the world. Um, and he says, when you are awake, um, the whole creation will speak to you. And so, like when I started to listen to really to listen to his teachings, I felt such relief in myself. You know, I felt such. Um, I felt that that I could be free of, of like other people's expectations, of my own expectations, you know, free to really be who I am and and connect it. And I think like that so that is what I love to that's that's what I wanna be, that's what I wanna teach, that's how I wanna work with other people. And I I believe that, you know, the human like 
as a the reason why we are destructive of the planet and 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 um you know having such trouble getting along with each other honestly um is because we don't feel that deep connection like in the art of living the the um, with with Shishirabi Shankar the, the greeting that we would um say is i belong to you and that is such a strange thing to say to somebody you've never met yeah you know mm-hmm. to look mm-hmm. them in the eye and say i belong to you um mm-hmm. and and so we don't feel like we belong to this planet. You know, we even classify ourselves as outside of nature, which is ridiculous, you know? <laughs> like there's nature that's so much better than us, and there is us. And and we're mm-hmm. part of it. And this feeling right. of belonging, I think, is, is love. That is the this, this spiritual love in its purest sense. So if we can really feel it, feel that, then I am part of you, and you are part of me. And and there is there is no you know I don't I'm not going to hurt myself if you know so I'm not going to hurt this this thing about me it's no longer an option to do that right oh. and well so it, for me that talking with the animals and and the world it's just it's just opening that sense of belonging all the time mhm mhm oh that's beautiful and it sounds like it's it's too it's the freedom of understanding yourself your spiritual self and bringing that out in more ways so you can help others too is kind of what i'm hearing through what you're saying also because it you know it comes in and like this is how it comes to me and and the same thing i can see it um coming to other people like when i do the animal communications with people you know, I don't talk to them about the spiritual dimension, but um, mm-hmm. like what's happening often is that issues just level out um, just a little bit, just because the animal feels seen, and um, the person is feeling a deeper sense of belonging. Like the the animal often has felt that belonging, even though I think the belonging from the animal increases as well. Just just you know, feeling that hey, my person's been, my human's been asking how I feel. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. obviously interested. So, so that's like an appreciation um, of their being in, in the family. Um, oh. Now I forgot your question, Joyce. <laughs> no, you're fine. We were just kind of go chat about it. You, you very well covered why this is so <laughs> cause is so near and dear to you. What you are doing, I I am just curious. Was there a maybe an aha moment in your life that really made you realize how passionate you are about bringing about this type of animal communication to others? Um, an aha moment. I think it's it's like started, uh, I, I think, okay, well, you know what, to the latest aha moment, um, mm-hmm. I really, I've really enjoyed it. I, like all the time, every time I do it, I really enjoy it. I feel, oh, I feel it just opens up my heart. And um, but I also I am trained as a veterinarian, so as a part of me is like is always going. You know, there's a, there's one voice in in my head that goes like, yeah, that's not really um, you know scientific. Um, it's not really well recognized. It's not really like blah blah blah, whatever that is. So, uh-huh. so the latest aha moment was really um, 
you know, I have I have another business as well. I run like two businesses simultaneously, and that other business wasn't growing unless I put as much um, energy into the animal communication, or at least like I had I had to have help. So they're growing simultaneously. So like that was kind of the latest aha, uh-huh. going like, well, it's 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 you know it's really important for me, and I have mm-hmm. to learn about myself and go like oh this is where I'm not feeling good enough oh this is where I don't trust the universe um, you know and so it's, it's bringing all these little pieces to me as well just like this interview with you today right I have as mm-hmm. many interviews about the animal communication as I have about the least work like you know helping um, wow. medical professionals you know mm-hmm. feeling relaxed with like similar um, similar ways of of um, working with them maybe but it's just a different thing it's more like you know quote unquote unprofessional um, right. so wow. so it's yes it's not it's just not it's, you know the universe is just saying hey you got to keep that in there it's you know it's not it's not even a choice it's like you want to go anywhere <laughs> this is coming with you <laughs> oh, oh I love that that is just beautiful well that kind of brings me into another question on how? What are some of the other ways that animals can teach us different things? Um, so the way I know is um, that we learn, like that animals hold like archetypal we, archetypal energies as well for mm-hmm. us as humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, in stories like. I mean, of course, I, I assume everyone's heard about um, the archetypes, you know, like the, the archetype of the warrior, the hero, you know, the wise woman, and the, the trickster, you know, all of those. Um, and mm-hmm. so we learn as humans, we learn um, through stories where those archetypes play a role and, you know, we can um, make sense out of uh, in our, our own life um, regardless regarding, according to those stories, of the learnings of those stories. And so mm-hmm. animals mm-hmm. hold um, similar energies. And so um, you get, you can access those energies when you, when you um, work with spirit animals or with, with like, and that, like a, um, the person who's really um, pioneered that um, is Ted Andrews. He's no longer alive. Um, he wrote a book called Animal Speak. Basically, mm-hmm. he works help people get in touch with their spirit animals, and I think it's like a native Indian thing, and I think that's probably in indigenous peoples um, all over the world who have these stories of how animals are, you know, part of their heritage. But especially mm-hmm. the, the indigenous people in America, the, you know, the, the animals are part of their creation myth, and so they hold hold these energies, you know, like um, that's when they call grandmother or grandfather. And so, like, for example, if you, um, like, go on a journey to ask for a spirit animal guide, um, then you might get, like, a, um, a bear, and that bear holds specific energies that will help you on your journey. Like, for me, the bear has really held me and because um, bear, Mother Bear is a, um, a spiritual, a guide on the spiritual journey. It'll hold your spiritual, 
spiritual journey. And then you can, when you when you allow that into your life, you can feel, you know, I mean, imagine um, a grizzly bear-sized teddy bear that's there for you. Like, if you really let that energy in, that's so powerful. Um, so that's a, that's a way they can they can aid us um, in our lives. Um, and I love I love facilitating those spirit animal journeys. And again, it's like it's back going back out. Like if that's how you relate to the nature around you, you know, it, again, it opens up a diff- another avenue of connection. Wow. Oh, that is beautiful. Oh, I love the how the mother bear. The bear has helped you on different ways. And do you feel different animals give off different energies? Is there different energies that come from different animals? Um, absolutely. And and there is two and there is like, you know, for me there is so many dimensions we inhabit. Um, so or we can inhabit once you once you go like, okay, well there's more than just this physical dimension. Then there it becomes there is an emotional dimension and then, you know, a thought dimension where we often don't even see the physical around us. And then there is the dream dimension you know, visions and so so um so in depending on which dimension you are, obviously, you know, everyone holds different energies. Like the dog that I have now, Mia, holds different energies than the dog that I had before, Roxy. So it's a personal thing for one thing. And then there is the energy of dogs, like how are dogs? Like what's the what's the overall um, characteristics? Like so dogs really um you know they they really enjoy life, so they like they're with us and they're wagging. You know, like the, a dog's wag is just like that's a quintessential mm-hmm. what a dog is about, right? They bark mm-hmm. at things that move into their territory. It's like, hey, this is mine. Back mm-hmm. off. That's another dog energy, and um, and then they're lo- they're really loyal um, to that pack. They know who's in that pack, and. Um, then they also know where they belong. Like the, it's, it's, they say dog knows their home ground. You know, they don't, mm-hmm. they have a territory and they, this is where they are. Um, and then cats have um, this, this connection to night. So there is, you know, and the night, the darkness is where magic happens. Like, the, you know, the, the magic of creation, obviously, the magic of the womb. And so, the, so cat is tied in with that. Um, and then they, they also there is a um, an energy of really being present, a little bit of um, a mischievous energy, um, and very very agile. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then they're also a little bit tied to our shadow, you know, because a lot of the time we don't know what they're doing in the middle of the night. <laughs> so and then birds have a whole other, you know, birds have the connection to the sky. To, to um, space and the air and, um, you know, a mastery of the sky and of flight. And there's birds that, like, um, live on the ground. So there is um, that, that flight and also a connection to the ground. You know, there's birds that fly especially high. So there is, like, a, this, this view of focus, um, you know, this wide view and the ability to really focus as well at the same time. Um, then predators have different energies than than um prey animals obviously you know mm-hmm. and when you look at those then it's, it's it's really interesting to look at um this predator and prey um relationship and when you dive into that and you you know you're really interested and and, and 
you amalgamate it, like take it into yourself, then life and death become more understandable. They become like it's a more it's it's not so much beginning and ending. It's a it's a continuous process of change. And so it's easier to understand and easier to um, live with death, you know, because because it's it's part of you know if if the generation that before us didn't die, we wouldn't be here. There would be no space. Mhm. 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 Oh, oh, how beautifully put, and how beautifully described with the different energies in in the different animals that just the few that you mentioned. I love that. That is that it was beautiful. That was a very Thank good you. explanation on them. Oh, that was just great. I I mean, I even feel the different energies. I have three horses, and when I'll go out there, it's almost like the one that I need that day comes towards me right away. And right. then the others will kind of pass by, and it's or they'll wait, and then the one will leave, and one will come again. And it's almost kind of like, okay, we can we sense what you're needing today the energies, and uh, they're each fulfilling that. And my dogs are a lot like that, too. My little red healer, he's always with me. So he's, he's I guess he adapts to whatever energy I need. I'm not sure, but he's always right there with me. We're best buddies. <laughs> right. But I, I have mean, that really way, seen like the, it in the horses. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody has seen it. As soon as you hear it, it's like everyone who's got animals, as soon as you hear this, you go like, yeah. I see that. Yeah. I can, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, you know, they're in our life as um, a relationship. And we know that our relationships are there to help us grow. I mean, that doesn't mean you have to stay in every relationship forever. Um, mm-hmm. But, but you know, they are there for us. They're not there to torture us. Or, I mean, they are to torture us if torture is the only way we grow. But... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they help, and the anim- the relationship with our animals is, is just the same. Um, so they're like, you know, they're putting, if you have a problem with your animal, if there is a problem with your animal in your house, then that is for you to, to work through. It is your problem. You see it. You perceive it as a problem. And the animal um, is, is just um, there to, to show it to you. That's their, that, that is their job in that moment. And, you know, you can really bless them for that and, and you know, thank them for, for being that for you. Oh, oh wow. That, that is just beautiful. So it's really, it's, they are showing you some of your own inner problems that you're need, needing to deal with that maybe mm-hmm. you have said, I have put them down and it, the animals help bring them out. So you can deal with them and become that better person that you need to become. Oh, I love that. Yes. That is yeah. beautiful. Wow. Just like your well, horse, that's you know, a... like the horse that comes to mm-hmm. you, the one you need that day. It'll, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I, it, it happens all the time. It's always, and it's always a different one. And I have a uh-huh. mare that, yeah, she's kind of attention and kind of not, but when she comes to me, I know there's a reason. She doesn't stay as long as the other two, but... She's uh, she's more. I'm down to business. Let's do what we need to do, and I'm on my way again. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just I just love that. I just love seeing all that and watching it. And yes, oh, it is just beautiful. Well, uh-huh. Steph, this interview has just flown by. I mean, I have not gotten to near everything I wanted to 
chat with you about today to share with our listeners. And I I want to ask you those, do you have some final tips or thoughts you would like to leave with our listeners today? Um, I would, um, if you have animals in your life, you know what? You have animals in your life. Everyone does. If you don't have your own, um, you'll find spiders in your house. You find mosquitoes. You find the birds outside. Whatever it is, take some time to really see them. Take some time to really see them. You know, like allow yourself to connect with them on a heart level and listen to listen to them. You know, you don't don't expect just um, hearing something like a whole story right away. But if you connect on a heart level, it's a meditation. Um, it's a meditation with a beautiful mirror, and it'll allow it'll it'll just make you feel good. <laughs> it'll just make you feel good. Oh, oh, that was just beautiful because it just brought to me the thought of this morning. I was just out doing taking care of other animals, and I was just listening to the birds, and it was just such a soothing, relaxing feeling. But you uh-huh. have to let. Just listen and just breathe. Listen and breathe and just relax and listen to them. Oh, that was beautifully put. I love that. Mm-hmm. What great final tips to leave with our listeners today, Steph. Well, Steph, mm-hmm. I have to ask, will you please return to my show so we can continue and share more of your knowledge and understanding about animals and communication with them at another time? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Joyce. <laughs> when I was... When oh. I was um, thinking about this interview this morning um, in the shower, I was like, you know, a really good podcaster for me, because I only can speak about me, a really good podcaster for me is someone who's like super appreciative, and you're so good at that. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I just love having having you on my show. It is just, oh, it is just so much fun. True joy to me and a learning too. I just love to share with you. This is great. Well, mm-hmm. we will definitely bring you back onto Robust Lifestyles and let you share some more with us, Steph, at a later time. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for today, Joyce. I really, en- I oh. really enjoyed it. Oh, you are so welcome. And that makes two of us that really enjoyed it. It was great. <laughs> So I now want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing new diva, Steph Scoopin, and all of her animal communication knowledge. And as she said, she will be back on Robust Lifestyle Show. Please share this show with your family and friends, and be sure to check out all the other hosts and their amazing shows on DivasThatCare.com. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Give your animals that extra big hug and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.